Hey there, my name is Molly Finch, and I am so blessed you're here. Join me as I explore being a Christian in the world of entrepreneurship and helping business owners like you and me build successful online businesses that allow us to share our God-given gifts with others. Whether you're just starting out or you're looking to take your online business to the next level, I hope this podcast will provide you with the inspiration and guidance you need to succeed. So let's get started on this journey of building and growing our online businesses and sharing our gifts with the world. Well, hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Loretto House Creative Podcast. I'm so honored and blessed that you are here, and I'm just really excited for today's topic. Um, For all of you who are new, welcome, welcome. I'm so blessed, like I already said, that you are here. My name is Molly Finch, and I am just um, so passionate about helping Catholic business owners and Catholic entrepreneurs be successful in their endeavors, especially when it comes to business and marketing. And so I'm just so excited to be recording this next episode, and I'm really excited for today's topic. So um, if you have listened to the past episodes I really focused on the different saints within the church and who we are celebrating on a specific feast day. And today and moving forward, I feel like the Lord and the Spirit has called me to maybe still talk about the saints, but to also utilize the daily scripture readings and to use those as well to have a reflection moment pray through scripture, and then also take what we've learned from scripture. And even if it's not connected, that it's okay, that we can learn some sort of business technique, maybe what I've been kind of experiencing as of late, things like that. So I'm really excited. Um, Today, we will be reading today's gospel, which is on February 2nd, and it is um, all about the presentation of the Lord. And I will be reading Luke chapter two, verses 22 through 40. So that's like one of the versions of the gospels that could be read at daily mass today. So I'm just really excited. Let's start today in prayer and just ask for the Holy Spirit to just come and be upon us as we listen to his word and as well as talk about different business stuff. So with that, let's let's pray. In the name of the Father and the Son, Holy Spirit, amen. Lord Jesus, We just thank you for this day. Thank you for this new opportunity to be with you, to serve you, to love you, and to love those around us. We just ask for your intercession today as we go about doing the mundane tasks, the exciting tasks, whatever our day may hold. We just ask for your presence to be with us, for your spirit to guide us, for Mother Mary to be with us, and for St. Joseph to guide our actions. In your name we pray, Lord Jesus. Amen. Okay, so... What I'm going to do is I'm going to read the gospel and then I'm going to just talk about some things that stand out to me. And then we are going to pivot and shift gears and talk about some, the the one thing that has really been on my heart, especially with working with different businesses and, and on my own stuff. And um, yeah, so I'm just super excited. So like I've already said, I will be reading Luke chapter two, verses 22 through 40. When the days were completed for their purification, according to the law of Moses, Mary and Joseph took Jesus up to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord, just as it is written in the law of the Lord. Every male that opens the womb shall be consecrated to the Lord and to offer the sacrifice of a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons in accordance with the dictate in the law of the Lord. Now there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon, 
This man was righteous and devout, awaiting the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit was upon him. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he should not see death before he had seen the Christ of the Lord. He came in the spirit into the temple, and when the parents brought in the child Jesus to perform the custom of the law in regard to him, he took him into his arms and blessed God, saying, Now, Master, you may let your servant go in peace, according to your word. For my eyes have seen the salvation, which you prepared in the sight of all the peoples, a light for revelation to the Gentiles, and glory for your people Israel. Yeah, wow. That's just really beautiful. I think it's actually really, you know, as I was reading it, thinking about like, we just celebrated Christmas and New Year's and we're almost, oh my gosh, we're at the end of, we're in the beginning of February at this point. We have passed through January and we are in February. And um, it's kind of crazy to to read these stories because they, the Holy Family are still going through the motions of just having Jesus born and and going through the motions of bringing him to the temple. And so they, you know, were kind of like brought back in time. You know, we just got through Christmas and it's like, okay, whatever, you know, we're moving on. We we were a part of that season and now we're back into normal life. But it's like the scriptures like draw us back to, okay, wait, this is still what's happening. And let's, you know, change change what we're thinking about and, and remember those stories and and kind of like hone in on those stories and, and place ourselves back into those memories and those stories, right? You know, a couple things that really, when I was reflecting on this gospel passage, is the idea that Mary and Joseph, you know, they had Jesus, but then they also were devoutly following the laws that they knew, and they were committed to doing what they were told was the right thing for them to do. Um, To, you know, it almost brought in their minds, it brought about peace because they were able to just follow through with the laws and they might not have understood them, but that's okay. You know, that's, that wasn't the, the understanding of it isn't necessarily the focus, which I think in today's world, it's like, if I don't understand it, then I can't believe it. But with the Holy family, they, they just religiously and diligently followed the laws that were placed before them in the Jewish culture. And they, followed through. You know, they brought the Lord Jesus to the temple. They had two uh, pigeons. They dedicated Jesus to the Lord. And, you know, just that whole, they followed through with what they were told they needed to do when they had a baby boy. And I think, like I was just saying, like in today's culture, we are presented with a lot of people and a lot of thoughts that kind of, if I don't fully understand something, then I'm not going to believe it. Or I'm not, you know, there's a lot of people that in the Catholic faith, there are so many, you know, I'm doing the catechism in a year and there are so many, it's not even a rule book, which I think is crazy, but I think the catechism is thought of as like, oh, it's a rule book, but it's actually not. It is just diving deeper into what scriptures really meant and what the Lord wanted us to learn from the Old Testament and the New Testament and how that applies to us today. And I think we see a lot of people say, well, I don't believe this part of the Catholic Church, so I'm just not going to even do it, but I'll believe some of these things. And so it's like cafeteria style, you know, we pick and choose what we believe and what we don't believe. Whereas that's not actually 
the priority. The priority is acting it out and living out your faith, regardless of if you fully understand why you're doing something. You know, the spirit will enlighten you and the Lord will bless you by those motions of going through and just saying, even telling him like, Lord, I don't understand why I'm doing this or why I'm not able to do this or what the church teaches about this, but I'm going to live it out to the best of my ability. And I think that's where God shows up just as in this passage, you know, it's just Mary and Joseph just went through the motions. Like that is what they were taught. And that is what they decided that they were going to follow through with. And regardless of if they understood it or not, they knew they trusted that the Lord would allow them to understand what they needed to understand for their next step. You know, like it's, it's more about having enough light to just know, to see the next step versus seeing the big picture. So I think, man, I mean, the scriptures are just chock full of so many amazing things that we really can learn so, so much from even rereading stories, right? So I just hope that that, you know, if you go to daily mass today, or if you reread the scriptures, you know, really sit with it, really put yourself in the, um, into the story, and, and really think about, you know, what did Mary think? What did Joseph think when they were bringing Jesus? And then when Simeon said what he said, like, just to really ponder that whole scene. Um, I think the spirit can do a lot if we just give the time and the space to let the spirit move. So um, pivoting now, some a business technique that is really kind of what I've really been sitting with for a little while now is. Are you ready to take your faith and your business to the next level? Do you want to focus your time, create space for God in your daily routine and follow his promptings more effectively? If so, then you need the Catholic Business Owners Daily Companion. This reusable daily to-do list is specifically designed for busy Catholic entrepreneurs looking to grow their businesses and nurture their faith without feeling overwhelmed. With the Catholic Business Owners Daily Companion, you'll be able to focus your time and energy on the most important tasks, create space for God in your daily routine, follow His promptings, and make decisions aligned with your core beliefs and values, and actually complete the tasks you set out to do each week. Don't miss out on this opportunity to take your faith and your business to the next level. Click the link in the show notes to join our waiting list and to be the first to know when the Catholic Business Owners Daily Companion becomes available. I can't wait to see what you'll accomplish with the help of the Catholic Business Owners Daily Companion. Now back to the show. The idea of consistency. And it I, I think like every business action, activity, whatever you're doing, I think if if you are consistent, there will be progress and there will be results. But I think a lot of us give up before we see the results. And that's the frustrating part. Um, So for me, you know, a couple of takeaways that maybe you can bring into your world as an entrepreneur, as a business owner is this is what I, you know, I think I always start off really big and I look at this is these are all of the things I need to be doing to be successful, especially when it and I need to do them consistently for, you know, infinity. And and so then I commit to doing all of these things and then I get completely overwhelmed because, you know what, it's just me. I might not have enough like 
resources, like technological resources to actually be that consistent with that many different pieces and elements and parts. And so I think consistency is really dependent on not so much, you know, how much you're doing, but even if it's just one thing, like let's say you commit yourself to posting one new blog post a week and you post about that one new blog post every week and you post it on Wednesday at 11 a.m. and you do that one thing. So you write your blog between Thursday and Tuesday and then on Wednesday you post about it at 11 and then you start the cycle over again. So it's just you're doing one thing so technically it's two because, or three actually, because you have to write. The, so you have to think of the blog post. You have to write about it. You have to get it published on whatever platform you're using. You then have to create a social graphic because you're going to be pushing it out on something. Or if it's not a social graphic, because maybe you're not, util, maybe you're not using social media that way. It is crafting an email to your email subscribers and writing that out and then planning to send that on Wednesday. So think about this, like one new piece of content probably has five to six extra attached steps to actually get it out there and in front of people. So, you know, don't discredit yourself if you're just doing one thing, um, because it actually is a lot of different pieces and parts that have to all work together. And if you're just one person, you're having to do everything from the writing of it to the technical side, to getting it published and pushed out there. And then to look back and see, okay, was that, did that resonate with my audience? What did they like? What did they not like? I mean, one piece, one thing turns into, if you want to do it well, that's the consistency element is do it, do one thing and take into account all of the steps that go into producing one piece and then fine tune that process until it is like something you can do in your sleep. Instead of, now I am absolutely guilty of this a thousand percent. I will say, okay, I need to do a, <laughs> I need to do a podcast a week and then I need to do a blog that supports that podcast. And then, okay, I need to also promote this piece and I need to have this lead magnet that connects to that. And, you know, in a perfect world, if I had a team of 15 people, like that would be, yes, that would totally be doable, but it's just me. So, okay, let's say I can do a podcast. I can do one podcast a week. I can take that transcript and make it into a blog. So then, okay, I have the podcast and a blog, but then I also have to push that out through social media and an email list. I have to write the copy for the email list. I have to create the graphic. And then I also have to create the social caption um, and have that and make this go live on my website. So, you know, that one thing turns into 15 steps. It's a lot. So I'm here to tell you, I think, first of all, is don't discredit yourself if you're saying, I can't, I'm, I'm trying to be consistent, but I can't. Remember everything that goes into just one piece. Like, Let's say you are an artist um, and you have a new design or, you know, I'm, I'm trying to think of like the timeline. Maybe it's just one new design a month that one new painting that you're putting up for commission or one new something that you are creating. And so you commit to doing one a month and that could look like, because here's, let me, let me back up a little bit. 
the idea of consistency kind of if you are wanting to be consistent in your business and showing up, that generally means that you are producing something new, that whether it's something that your audience really wants to see, whether it's a new product, whether it's a new service, the idea of consistency is that it you are you have to be consistent in showing them or showing your audience in the direction of here's this, here's something. Like it can't just be consistency. I guess it could be if you were like a lifestyle blogger, let's say, and you're wanting to show up consistently with just yourself and your life. And But generally speaking, you want to point your audience in the direction of one new piece of something because you want them to come back to you as a thought leader or someone as an expert, see you as an expert in that space. And so you have to push out new pieces of something and you have to decide how often can I produce something new and how often can I commit to that? You know, be honest with yourself and don't overcommit because I have done that a thousand times and then it leaves me feeling frustrated and then I actually give up on the whole thing altogether because I am feeling frustrated and unable to do it. So the idea of consistency is definitely around being consistent in showing up for your audience and providing them value. And so you need to decide how often can I provide them value and value generally means something new, something new for them to learn, something new for them to see that they then you are in front of them enough that they will then see you as an expert in that space. So consistency, you need to decide if I need to produce something new, whatever it is. So let's go back to the artist example. Um, You know, let's say it's one new piece of art a month. So then you have to decide on what day every month, maybe it's the second or like the the second Tuesday of every month, that is the day where you are going to launch, you know, new product, new design, it's out here. And then you need to, so you have that like flagship post, and then you have to think of derivative posts to still push your audience to see, okay, here's this new piece here. I, I pushed this out last week. I pushed this out two weeks ago. And so you have to think of a couple of supporting materials that go with this new piece of content, new piece of whatever, if you're an artist, a new piece of art. And that could look like um, writing something about the inspiration behind the piece of art that you just drew or painted or whatever, however you are an artist, Um, asking for some individual to give feedback on um, this piece of art and then sharing their review or sharing their feedback. Let's see, it could also be, so these are all just different derivative or pieces of content that can accompany your one new piece of content that you've decided I'm going to do one a month. Um, You know, you can talk about the different, you can talk about your technique. You can have a video of you actually doing the, the painting. There are so, you have to get creative because remember you, it's important to get the process down pat so that then you can expand. So if you have one new piece of art, think of three to five different ways that you can continually push that out. Because remember, if you're if you're just using social media, 
your audience isn't going to see it the first time. You have to keep pushing it out there. So instead of jumping ship and, okay, let me put out another piece of art or another piece of new content. No, you stick with that one piece of content and you help support it with supporting material and you share that out in a and you look at a calendar and you say, on this day, this is what I will do. On this day, this is what I will do. And on this day, every month, this is when I come out with a new piece. And then you commit to it and you commit to it for a while. You don't jump ship and you get that process down pat before you even start to think about, okay, do I need to up it to two new pieces a month or two new pieces a week? Because that then everything's doubled, right? That goes from just doing it for one thing to doing it for two. And then that means like if you're doing five supporting pieces for one new product or one new launch or one new piece of content, then you have to create five supporting pieces for another new whatever, right? And that turns into 10. And then you have to really be honest with yourself. Can I even do that, right? And I think you can, the, the thing is, is that I know you can down the road, you have to get so honed in and so good at your process because that will number one, build your confidence. And you will see that with the consistency, your audience is going to get excited to know that they will know on this day, she posts or he posts about this. And then, oh, and this is the one I really love is, you know, they're going to have their favorite types of posts. It, it helps your audience stay on track with you and what you're pushing out there. So if you take anything away from this episode, it is consistency really is important. And the most important thing with consistency is first pick one new thing. The point of consistency is to drive your audience to a new piece of fill in the blank, whatever works for your industry, whatever works for your business you produce one new fill in the blank and you have to decide how often am I going to produce that one new thing. And then you have to decide how many pieces of supporting material can I handle that will help push out and help draw attention to the one thing that I am producing. And then you decide how often can I do that? And then you stay the course. You do not give up. Now let's say you overcommit, which, okay, again, I've absolutely done. So then take back how many supporting pieces you do. Maybe you don't do any. Start with what you know you can handle and commit to it. I mean, I say commit to it like for three to six months, honestly, because you have to give your audience time to understand what you're pushing out there and to get on the same page with you, right? You have to give them time because they are thinking about a thousand other things. You have that one spot on social media or that one email in their inbox and you need to give them time to understand what you're all about. So take this episode as a moment to breathe and to really think and to know that you can do this. Don't overcommit. Remember, consistency is absolutely key and to let that be your guiding light when you choose to do something. Don't jump ship on your idea, but commit to how to stay consistent and commit to how to stay consistent with something for a decent amount of time to let your audience understand you, learn more about you, and to grow with you. I hope and pray you have an amazing, amazing week. 
Commit to yourself, commit to this dream, bring the Lord into it and ask him to help you figure out that one thing that you can be consistent with and ask him to help you be determined and dedicated to doing it. Guys, you have got this. I'm, I believe in you, I am praying for you and I will see y'all next week. God bless. Hey there, thanks for the listen. If you enjoyed today's episode, please share it with a friend. To stay up to date on the latest LHC podcasts, make sure to join our mailing list with the link in the show notes and to give us a follow on social at Loretto House Creative. Thanks again for stopping by and God bless.